The sound in this movie is very good, actually. I was going to mention that. And the special oh, effects- you must mean the Aerosmith songs. Oh, yeah. I do. I Every time an Aerosmith song came on, I turned it up as much as I could. So my speakers were very loud for the entire time. Basically. Right. I would have done the same thing, but opposite. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of What a Disaster, the podcast where we watch, discuss, and review a disaster movie just as close to weekly as we can possibly stomach. This week, I am Gregory Allen, which is pretty normal, and I'm here with Richard Sawasinski, which is also pretty normal, and Liz Bedore. Abnormal. Pretty much. Yeah. She's pretty abnormal. Uh, This week, we let Richard uh, take the reins here and choose the movie to watch, and he picked the, what is it, a 1998 movie, Armageddon. Starring Steven Tyler's song, Bruce Willis, <laughs> and uh, quite a few other people. Ben Affleck is in this. And two and a half hours of your free time is yeah. in this. <laughs> two and a half. How is this movie two and a half hours? It's so long. It's really long. And yeah. it is such, like, if you look at it, it's so cleanly divided between, like, the different um, acts of the movie. It's ridiculous. This movie's just silly. It's super silly and really repetitive. It's very much like a... Uh, 1990s wet dream of an action movie. It's a 1990s Skyrim cave quest that you can do over and over and over to the end of every countdown. Yeah, it's like go into the go into the dungeon and kill some more droggers or whatever they call those things. It's it's definitely a side mission for an RPG. Every <laughs> they just keep doing the same thing. It's a, all right. Go do this thing. It's gonna go bad. Think on your feet. Lose a team member. Move Watch forward. the countdown. Yeah, <laughs> new countdown. So, what was the the other one that came out around this time? Was Deep Impact, right? That yeah. was a little different take on it. That was the holy crap. The the worst case scenario is happening. We're all going to die. Whereas this one is the worst case scenario is happening, but we're going to fix it, right? Yeah, I think they were in Deep Impact. And correct me if I'm wrong, because we haven't watched it yet for the for the I've f- never seen it podcast. I've seen them both a couple of times. I think Deep Impact they managed to divert the asteroid enough. To where it all doesn't enter the atmosphere, but it enters the atmosphere in chunks. Mm. And they have to find cover. So a lot of people find cover, but a lot of people die in that movie. Gotcha. Um, Armageddon and Deep Impact actually had a bit of a rivalry going on. If they would have had Twitter back then, they would have been sending each other tweets. Ooh, they would have been. Yeah, yeah. Angry tweeting. It was obviously probably good for both movies, but they were going at each other. And Michael Bay was like, we have the star power of Bruce Willis and not whoever you guys have in Deep Impact. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Sorry, I was away from my mic. I was trying to find these show notes. Richard was like, I'll just put these in the most precarious place I can for you today. Yeah, I was hoping to make your day harder. (laughs) You did by existing, buddy. Oh. All right, so um, this one had the Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, Ben Affleck. Um, There there were a lot of names on this one, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know how they screwed it up. Steve Steve Buscemi. Buscemi was in it. Owen Wilson was in it. Michael Clark Duncan. William Fitchner. Ken Hudson Campbell. I mean, he was terrific in Inside Herman's Head. <laughs> Is that where he's from? I'm, I'm sure he, I think he was in that. It's, uh, have you seen that TV show? Yes. Because like, okay, that's, yes. that is a reference that probably you and I are going to get, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's an old, that's an old show. Yeah, it's <laughs> a real old show. I did write you an opening on this if you want to look you it over. You wrote me an opening. Where's the opening? Opening of the show. Hello, and thanks for joining. The, nope, you don't want me to start there. No, uh, but I did 10 minutes. So we did pause for Rick. We did uh, pause for Liz. 
and we wanted to talk about the movie. What do we? What do you want to talk about? You want to just you want me to just read your? Uh, you don't have to just here? read it, but like you see where I wrote ten minutes. This thing like we're gonna read it. I'm drinking. Armageddon is a movie from 1998 that's written by Jonathan. I'm cross-eyed right was directed by Michael Bay in this movie and androids and android. Easy, easy, easy. easy. It wasn't an android and it was an asteroid the size of Texas hurtling toward the Earth. And um, I mean, NASA needs to find a way to stop it. So naturally, the response is to hire a team of deep core drillers to you know just like deep drill a nuke into the middle of this damn thing and blow their load. <laughs> right, just blow that. That was a lot of euphemism in that sentence, oh, by the way. Yeah, was. I was talking about sex with the asteroid, yeah. just so you know. But and nobody's, nobody's got a dick that's 500 feet deep in this movie. Except the drill. Except the drill. Yeah. Which NASA is has two dicks. Not a euphemism. There's an actual drill in the movie. I wish I knew more about Three, the props in this because Gordon. they're kind of neat looking. Um yeah, so estimated budget of like $140 million, and like all movies where America gets destroyed, they they didn't, I mean, it, it did all right in the States. It didn't do badly by any means. No, no. Uh, but it not. made way more money overseas, it looks like. Another $550 million movie overseas, the same yeah, as- That's uh, crazy. What did we watch that also had that? I don't uh, remember. It was San Andreas. Was yeah, also San Andreas is the a, same- I think I think The Rock knows what's happening with those movies. Like oh, he yeah. very much is aware. You did miss a line I wrote in here. I just want you to hear this one. The movie takes up takes us on a two and a half hour journey through a haze of Aerosmith songs and rapidly compounding dangers. How many different Aerosmith songs are in this? Le- three or four. Three or four. I only know the one for sure. Um, yeah, they did. They they definitely had sweet emotion in here. They had sweet emotion. Was it? Was there yeah. one in the stripper scene? I think so, actually. Okay. I, I maybe Dream I made it in, which would have been smart. Uh, um, you know that the song they made for this movie, which kind of comes in as a medley and comes in as a full song at the end. Now that wasn't crazy. That was um, don't want to miss, miss a thing. Yeah. 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 Crazy was the one with Alicia Silverstone and Liv Tyler in the music yeah. video. Yeah. He didn't write. Um, they didn't write those songs. They didn't write that. The, the, Aerosmith at this point in their career were basically. I mean, they didn't at the beginning and the end of their careers. They didn't write any of their own music. Uh, yeah. Uh, managers. New managers at NASA, they watch this movie. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do this. They watch this movie, and, and they have to point out inaccuracies. And so far, um, they found over 160. So that's pretty interesting. <laughs> just, just 160? Well, you know, I was reading that Michael Bay knew these inaccuracies were there. He was very clear these were there. But he was very consistent on saying, this is for entertainment purposes. We're going to have fire in space because it's way more fun to watch fire in space than there is to be pedantic about that. He kind just of wants to put fire everywhere. He's Michael Bay. That's his thing. Yeah, he Michael just wants to make Bay fun is, movies. That's all he wants yeah. to do. And uh, I kind of respect he that. He wants a spectacle. Yeah. And he's one of the best at doing that. You could you should talk Michael Bay all you want. He films explosions better than almost anybody else in Hollywood. No, I don't like Michael Bay movies. Me either. I like Bad Boys, but it's charming. And I was a kid yeah, when I saw no, it. Yeah, no, Bad Boys is good. Even yeah. Bad Boys 2 was not too bad. It did, it did. I wish we could watch those for this podcast. It did everything right for a buddy cop movie. It really, you know? it, it was a, it was a solid buddy cop movie. It improved on Lethal Weapon. I have a personal unfact. Hang on a second. Now, now you're getting insulting. And that's Lethal not, Weapon with the four. It brought in Joe Pesci. I'm sorry. Lethal Weapon four. First of all, Joe Pesci was in Lethal Weapon three, two, three, and four. Yeah. So there's yeah. no problem. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 Yeah. No, there's no problem with Joe Pesci in those movies. I did like four as a kid. We do, all right. Project. You know who else Not is for the in podcast? Lethal Watch. Weapon Four. Jet Li. Jet Li and uh, Chris Rock. 
And there's a lot of gay panic stuff because he was had a he had a he had a crush. Yeah, that was I, I, the movie was actually film. on the other day and I watched it. And I was like, eh, it's not quite. It's a decent piece of Hollywood popcorn, but it's not the best of Lethal. No, yeah, series. and it certainly didn't didn't hold up culturally, socially speaking. Yeah. All right, so we're yeah. So they the 168 have been found there. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, um, the film crew was allowed to shoot sequences at NASA on an old platform. And one of the things they were told is just don't get in the shuttle because one of the platforms was active and Ben Affleck got into one of the shuttles and got yelled at. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, I would too. Uh, given the opportunity, I absolutely, I mean, odds are good. I'm just going to get yelled at. I'm probably not going to get arrested for it. If I'm in that position, I'm going to go for it. I'll get yelled at. I've been yelled at before. I can deal with getting yeah. yelled at. I'm getting paid millions of dollars. They're not just going to kick me off the movie now. Right. And uh, apparently the Bruce Willis just did not care for Michael Bay's direction. Uh, and he refuses to work with him again, which is I, great because I'm glad that I will never see Bruce Willis in a movie directed by Michael Bay again because it would end up looking a lot like that uh, Live Free or Die Hard movie, oh which was God. atrocious. Actually, uh, the writer for this wrote Die Hard with a Vengeance. Not J.J. Not Abrams, the other writer. Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance was good. Uh, my favorite one, other that's, than the first one. That's yeah. You need to, you need to before you give me a heart attack... You need to qualify. First one's my favorite, but then Die Hard with a Vengeance. That would have been fine. It wouldn't have given me heart failure. But how you just presented that to me is just... Yeah, you're right. You're, you're, right. you're trying to start fights. Did you know the first one was based you off a book? want to start fights? Did you know that? Yes, I did know I that. I read the book. It's yeah. good. It's, uh, it's in the credits that it's based on a really book. really good. Yeah. I, I've never read the book. I recommend it. I think too I many, might have a paperback. Too many words in books. Um, also, Bruce Willis uh, had a, uh, a second trailer. You like yeah, I one. just saw that. He's full working gym. It cost damn near $200,000, and he never used it. Yeah. You know who would shame him for that? The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Bruce Willis is always, I always seen him as one of those action stars, one of those manly men who like worked out hard once in his life and keeps saying he's going to go back to do yeah, it and never does. Yeah. He's very much the epitome of like midlife crisis. I'm going to get into shape. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. He's always in decent shape, but never in great shape. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in. I'm not even in decent shape. I think you're in decent shape, Greg. You, you, yourself you short. would think that. You cut yourself short. You just wait till you see me with a shirt off later, then you'll forget. You'll change wait. your mind. I can't wait. I've seen you with the shirt off so much <laughs> in my life. Yeah, you've seen me in my underwear a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you need pants for when you've got beautiful weather? Yeah, and nice legs, I guess. Yeah. All right, so we wouldn't want anyone to miss a thing, so we're going to go on a quick break, and when we return, we will be breaking down all the apocalyptic excitement that is Armageddon. Armageddon! Armageddon! Your Stouffer's pot pie's been on the table almost 10 hours. I want a divorce. Daddy, I'm onto something big here. I, I don't know what this is, but it looks like something's burning up there. Go get my phone book, will you? Get my phone book. Get those names of those guys from NASA. Excuse me, am I wearing a sign that says, Carl Slave? Go get my goddamn phone book! Get the book! Get the book! Get the book! So the movie opens with the uh, some air narration talking about how uh, an asteroid once slammed into the Earth, destroying most life and the plumes of smoke, and it could happen again. Yeah, it was uh, very dire. There's oh. papyrus font. 
Was it papyrus? I didn't. I didn't catch the font. I was yelling at one of my kids when that part was going on. <laughs> yeah. It might be my favorite part of the movie. That's not. That's not true. There's some dialogue I really like in this movie, but I did kind of like the beginning. Mm. I was ready. I was like, "Yeah, blow the earth up. I'm ready for this." All right. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much went for it. We're also treated to an early iteration of Rockstar by Nickelback. I don't know who the actual band is or what the song is called, but that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Wrote a she quote wrote a quote down. It says, "I'm getting ready for the big time." <laughs> I'm getting ready. I made that melody up, but oh, that's those right. are the actual words. So. Oh. They were getting ready for the big time. They were, and then they didn't. So we start with um the Billy Bob Thornton Space He's Boss. Space Boss. Captain Doctor Space Boss. What are we calling him? <laughs> He's failed just... astronaut Space Bob. I call him NASA Man Space Bulb. I put Cur- oh wait, no, Michael Bay was Colonel. I call him NASA Bay. Man Billy Bob. NASA Man Billy Bob. We're just gonna call him BBT. All right. So BBT is uh Taking somebody through a, like a space, like there's a shuttle or is it ISS or something? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, he's talking somebody through a spacewalk. They're, they're making some minor repairs. He loses somebody, and this is the introduction to the the asteroid. I mean, it's who fucking cares? A bunch of debris hits them. They some, all die. Some debris, and there's some deaths. And they like, get our oh first my death God. though. Three minutes into the movie. Oh yeah, first death. Like you put within five. Just a, yeah, just a few minutes. That's not in. true. It's about three. He's, his notes say me. five. He says three. I wrote those. Like I say who cares? Two hours ago, yeah. the first death was pretty early in this one, as they pretty much just get the ball rolling with an astronaut dying. Millions and millions of dollars of United States tax dollars blown to bits. And two men. And two men. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The people, the lives, the Space human heroes. cost is the part that we really need to focus on on this one. Space heroes, Greg. Space heroes. So space hero out there on the, the fixing a thing. And just blasted into to bits by space debris. Uh, space debris starts trashing the earth in various places. And so my favorite part about this movie where, because this is where we start, like, uh, the government's freaking out, right? Yeah. Like, it could be bad guys. It could be anything. They need to know what it is before they start freaking out. Yeah, they, couldn't, they didn't detect it. They, they did not detect the asteroid. They had no idea what was, it was coming. What was, the, what was the, so the scene with the the guy with the homemade observatory? Yeah. Just yelling at his wife? That was a weird scene. That really, it was. It was he was the first civilian to catch it, so he was the first person to report it. Yeah. That was a and really. It, like, he's just yelling. He's treating her like garbage. Yeah. I didn't like that scene. I like the, I didn't like the way they treated women in this movie. Um, one of the things I write. You mean we're gonna, the two women that were in it? Yeah, one of the things we're going to start. One of the things I wrote in the uh, in the notes at the beginning. I always take on some of the stats. This movie got a thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomato, but also really oh, so bad. It also really failed the Bechdel test, which is to test whether or not you have uh, two females in a movie, and if they have a convers- if they can have a conversation without it being about a man. For, uh, is for that one it? Scene. I feel like it's been expanded on. Uh, it, it, it's it's very specific. It's like within the first certain number of minutes now, but this movie didn't pass even in it in its entirety. Right. I mean, yeah, it's got like three even women in, in it total easiest, anyway. Even in the easiest version of this, basically the easiest version of this, you have to have at least two women in your movie having mm-hmm. a conversation in one scene, not and, about love, and at least having part of that conversation has to be not about a man. You could talk about a man in that conversation, but it has to also include something else. Okay, that's the easiest version. And this movie doesn't even have two women in a scene talking to each other. Yeah. It's, let alone any of these women talking about anything other than the men in the movie. Pretty sad. Watts doesn't, Watts doesn't, doesn't talk. talk too much about, yeah, she doesn't have enough lines of dialogue to really talk about anybody. Yeah. Um, or to anybody. She certainly doesn't matter. talk to any other ladies. Right. She, I mean, she's in space. There are no ladies in there space. There are two women building this movie. I, one thing I learned about 
space from this yeah. movie is that there are no women there. Well, do, they killed do, some do, people on New York in New York. Not a big deal. They named the asteroid Dottie, which is kind of cool. Dottie. Funny. Mm-hmm. These old movies, these old disaster movies, they always kill, when they murder people in, in New York City, they always murder at least one guy wearing an I Heart New York shirt. <laughs> yeah, they, like, yeah, don't yeah. wear that fucking shirt. It's a bad. It just makes you a target. Is it a rule that you have to have an I Heart New York like logo somewhere if you're filming something about New York, like in, even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the nineties, yes. The, like this lady <laughs> got her TV stolen, and there was an I Heart New York sticker on. There it. was in the late eighties, early and all through the nineties. That was an absolute rule. I don't think they would even give you a rating unless they had a, somebody with an I Heart New York shirt in your New York scene. Right. So yeah, and this movie certainly had one. That guy died. This and movie went a through lot a lot of, of rewrites. Two and a half hours. And actually, the the whole love scene that we'll get to the love love story was shoehorned in after they saw. Titanic and we're like oh the teenage girls love the love scene in Titanic so we have to do that too literally what they did and they rewrote this whole movie it was originally going to be a lot more about Billy Bob Thornton's character Space Boss they should have done that yeah they I feel like that. they should have gone that route oh yeah it made this movie a lot worse yeah uh, so BBT is trying to figure out basically the plan for saving the planet yeah and his idea is, okay, well, I guess it's not his, but the team of scientists that are determined to solve this problem have figured out that the best solution would be to land on the asteroid, a manned mission, drill, what, like 500 feet in, blow up a nuke so that it splits it and both halves separate and it it narrowly misses the Earth, yeah. correct? Yeah, they basically want to... like. Just fuck a nuclear missile right into the center of this they asteroid. They want to crack in the world that asteroid. They want to oh. fuck it in the asteroid. Yeah. And uh, I, honestly, probably the best plan in this movie. It's the problem. I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, I mean, to be why fair, not? the movie made a lot of money. So making the movie was a good plan, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything. I said that you couldn't drill a nuclear missile into an asteroid to get rid of it. I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff that they couldn't have been doing in them. I like that they explain away gravity on the asteroid by like, you have these jets. These jets will keep you, you know, right there. Well, they were like, the, the moon also the has asteroid. gravity. And you're like, you're closer than the moon. So you should have some, you would have some gravity, I think, from Earth. I'm not a space doctor, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It Neither seems. Was anyone that worked on this movie. Seems like a reach. Yeah. That they would be able to, to land on this thing that's moving a bajillion miles an hour. Matching speed, I think, would have been. Like probably the there were most a lot of part. physics challenges that I don't feel like were. Plus, we all know addressed. if you slingshot around a large body in space, you'll time travel. And yeah, I learned that problem. from Star Trek where they save the whales. Yeah, like all the Star Treks. That's don't, how they do it. Yeah. Don't don't just sit there and act like we don't know about time travel, please, Michael yeah. Bay. Come on, Michael grow Bay. up, relax. You, who's paying you to hide time travel from us, Michael <laughs> Bay? The government. Who is it? Deep. I want a name. The deep space science. Coalition, Deep Space Science Coalition. Yeah, yeah. So now, uh, bright idea: we have to go get a dude that knows about drilling stuff. The drilling man, Captain Drill, the genius Bruce driller. Willis himself, Captain Drill. They were like, somehow this guy knew at the top of his head. He was like, I know somebody who has drilled the most drilling could ever drill. This He's is the, the drilliest driller. driller that's ever drilled. He There's, played Mister Drill in the arcade a lot. 24 million game people in LA drill? alone. He played <laughs> Dig Dug. He knew exactly how to get monsters pumped up. No internet. This guy just, at this time, just, really. He just knows. He just knows. <laughs> BBT knows about Captain Driller. He's, oh, my God. Well, uh, I love the first scene when we get to meet um, Bruce Willis, which is the next scene. Uh, where he's playing golf on his 
on the carrier. Yeah, so that that scene feels like um, an episode of Last Man Standing. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitting golf balls at the Greenpeace boat because fuck you, it's an oil rig. Political correctness is bullshit. What the fuck is ecological disaster? Never happens. Although like 10 minutes later, the oil rig starts to explode oil everywhere into the ocean because they... Because they're suck at their job and they can't control their fucking drilling. And they can't control their emotions. Yeah. Chasing people around with a damn shotgun. On an oil rig. On an oil on rig. On an oil rig. And Greenpeace is the, they're the bad guys in the yep, scenario. Greenpeace, Greenpeace is the bad guys because they're too political correct. Global warming's not real. No. Oil's American. <laughs> oil is American. I like that. I like that attitude, Richard. All oil is American. That's why we yeah. collect it from everywhere. We're Americans here, Liz. So I want to talk about the very awkward introduction we had to um, Bruce Willis's. What's his name? Harry Stamper. Harry Stamper. Harry yeah. Stamper's daughter Grace. Captain Drill's daughter Grace. Captain Drill's daughter Grace. Liv so Tyler. She's immediately hypersexualized. and appears to be going through this rebellious phase or something. It was really like. A strange interaction, but it's never brought up again. It's just like peace and happiness and, and domestic tranquility for the rest of the movie and nothing but happy memories. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce Willis isn't happy that he caught Ben Affleck, AJ, in bed with his daughter. She was like rubbing it in his face, though, which was really, really weird to watch because they're banging on their oil rig in this tiny little room. And Bruce Willis just walks into AJ's room, doesn't even knock. AJ's the best driller they got. Yeah. I mean. But AJ screwed up, and that's why the oil rig blows up a little bit, because AJ rushes the drilling process. He can't, he likes to blow the tranny. And he starts chasing AJ around with a literal shotgun for having sex with his daughter who consented. It's, yes. It's garbage. It's garbage. Wait, did we, we, did we move past the part where we actually discussed that they took a helicopter to an oil rig <laughs> to say, hey, drill guy, we need <laughs> you to come with us right now. We got first helicopter. Space. And he, yeah, first helicopter's pretty. They don't tell him that, though, on the rig. They're <laughs> just like, true. get your shit together. We're going. And he's like, all right, well, I got to bring my kid. And they're like, well, all right. He, Bruce Willis brought his kid it's so that so she would have weird. sex with Yeah, he's just trying to ben Affleck. King yeah. Cockblock over there. Stopping yeah. his daughter. Oh, the from president wants love. to talk to me? I'll only go talk to the president if I can bring my kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, matters of national security and utmost importance. Yeah, still, bring the kid or no dice. Right. They agree. They go. Yeah, they do. And uh, <laughs> so fucking weird, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is like, let's bring drill guys to shoot them well, into space. Ben Affleck actually, Ben Affleck actually said to Michael Bay, why aren't they just training? Wouldn't it be easier to train astronauts to be good drillers than would be to train drill guys to be good well, astronauts? What did Michael Bay say to Ben Affleck? He told him to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> he told him to shut up. Goddamn right, shut up. It's a movie, damn it. <laughs> Not a good one, but it's a movie. Yeah. Michael Bay didn't know it wasn't good. It was, I mean, a, it was an American rah rah film. So you had to have the working class hero. That's what the movie's about. Yeah, freedom. We get the uh, we get the vibe that for the most part everybody is totally willing to work with and for Bruce Willis because he's the king of all drill people, and apparently <laughs> that means if you can if if you if you taking a job drilling stuff, you want to be working for Captain Driller. Kind of Harry Stamper. He's kind of a dick, Harry Stamper, actually. <laughs> you a little fast pick and a character in this movie too. that is not a dick, that is not Billy Bob Thornton. Owen Wilson's character. 
He was so nice. All right, I'll go with that one. That's it, though. That's, I had to yeah. really think about yeah. that. <laughs> oh, oh, this God. movie was two and a half hours long. I know, it's two and a half hours. I watched this movie in four pieces. I couldn't deal with it. I the important the thing is, end of it twice. we have the crew, and everybody's coming. Oh, those show that we got um, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, Will Patton, and Ben Affleck, plus, you know, plus a handful of other fairly disposable characters. Yeah, honestly. Um you get the vibe that they know and love each other and you get some some attitude out of some of them and it's I do like when Bruce Willis looks at uh, Ben Affleck's character AJ and goes there's not a job on this planet I would work with you on. <laughs> you would like that. That's the line that made everybody laugh in 1998. That was stupid. It, it was still so pisses stupid. me off to this day. Because <laughs> I can't stop. Hey, don't, for a second. don't take my scornful stare as you not being allowed to like that line. I'm ashamed of you, but you're allowed to like, like that it line. It's stupid, Greg. The, <laughs> it's stupid because it's stupid. Anyway, we're going to uh, take a quick break. And it's break time yet? It, it, you, how far into the movie you want to go? There's no. You got to break in an hour. An hour take into off. the damn. How far into? We the, can talk about the beer yet. We can talk about the. We're going to talk about the beer before the break. I thought that was post break. I thought we were going to talk about it first. I, we already took our first break. Post break. Fine, we can do the beer. We're not taking a break. Richard is calling his shot, and he wants to talk about this beer. He's super pumped about this beer. Tell us about the beer, Richard. We got Space Rock. By who? <laughs> Shorts Brewing. How's it taste? Like Space and Rocks. I haven't had any. Let's have some. Is it good? I think so. Get me one. All Pour right. some in my mouth while I lay back. <laughs> Don't spill a drop on my couch. These were very expensive. They're not very expensive. Just throw it out. But I really can't afford to replace them. So Richard has handed me... A 12-ounce bottle of ice-cold Space Rock by Shorts Brew. It's an American pale ale hopped with some tasty little nuggets of alien technology. The label is a man in a ski hat and a flannel coat riding barefoot on what appears to be a snowmobile in outer space. And it says, because aliens exist. Because aliens exist. Crafted to remove gluten. Oh, that's nice. I didn't Crafted know that. to remove the gluten. I don't know if it means the it's gluten The gluten content free. of this product cannot be verified, and the product may contain gluten. There may be gluten. It's fermented from grains fermented containing from gluten. Fermented from grains containing gluten. As grains are wont to do. They do have the gluten sometimes. I'm going to drink this beer now. Let me take you down the road to Beer Town. Quick sip. Very refreshing. It's uh, very citrusy. Bitter, like a pale ale should be. Wow. The feel of bug spray plays on the back of my tongue. The bitterness overwhelms every other part of it. This beer is fine, I guess. Not my favorite, <laughs> but not the worst. If you like pale ales, I would suggest you drink it. It's a nice little 5.5%. Also, no, 5.0%. If you like IPAs, I suggest slightly looser pants. <laughs> because you're probably wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> uh, yeah, Greg. Uh, Guilty as I think this is actually like I. I do like uh, IPAs a little more than you do. I think, and you this do. Is, this is a smoother IPA. It than, is than a lot of the IPAs, and it doesn't really have that that strong bug spray aftertaste. It's it's have. just the aftertaste. It's not as full frontal as it, as it yeah. is in like a double hearted. But I was really excited. I've been waiting to do this one because of the name. Have you had this before? Yeah. Oh, okay. So what do you, I was excited. I was excited because of the name. <laughs> it's called Space Rock. It's the perfect beer for this movie. I know. 
Only better beer would be Armageddon beer. I was one, thinking La Fin du Monde by Unibrew. That one is... Oh, God. That'll fuck you up, That though. one is an option for so many different movies, though, too. Yeah. True. I also Space got, Rock is perfect. I also got Freedom Armageddon. 78 from Shorts. It's nothing to really write home about, but it's... Uh, it won the space was called the freedom. So I like the that. freedom, freedom seventy eight. That was pretty good. It was uh, a little milder, a little uh, less in your face with flavor. It tasted a lot like um, a less bitter grapefruit juice. It has some apricot in it or something. Yeah. So it was. It was I liked the. I liked the freedom seventy eight. I liked it more than I like this. Yeah. What is okay. this? The space rock. I like the space rock more, but I like them both. Um, I just I thought I don't dislike it. It's fine. Yeah. So. Uh, how did you feel about the beer, Liz? We're, instead of steamrolling over you well, and not letting you talk about it. about it at all. No, I've, I've always liked Space Rock. It's a good chill beer if you're going to be out for the evening. It's not super strong. I like IPAs a lot, so. What'd you say? Like, should we give these things rate? I, 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 just give, I think we should be simple with our beer and just say drink it or don't. I give this one to drink it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I would drink both of the beers. Yeah. yeah. Drink it. I honestly haven't tried the Freedom of 76 yet. I need to do that. All right, so we're back to the movie where we got, um, just you know, just in case we forgot, some more asteroids blow up more crap on Earth, because yeah. this, this thing is bad news. Yeah, yeah, there's some more debris. Um, there's, You know, we could go kind of quick to this part. There's montages that you'd expect, and there's something interesting about these montages. They actually got the duties at NASA, because NASA thought this would be a great piece of recruitment. So NASA was like, this would be a great piece of recruitment. So they let them actually do this stuff. They put on like $5 million spacesuits and stuff and got to like hang out. Actually, they're $10 million spacesuits, and they got to hang out in the, the, the tanks and stuff. So these are real NASA facilities. That's actually the most fascinating part about this movie. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. I kind of already watched those, the montages just so we see these cool places. Now that I know they're real. But, yeah, the uh, big vacuum chamber. and Owen Wilson's really underused in this movie. He's maybe got a dozen lines, if even. Yeah, this was kind of before he was super famous, right? It really was. But he had this one line in here. It's like, he's like, what's it like up there? The guy tells him a lot of like what it's like up there, and he goes, right. Scariest environment imaginable. All you had to say was scariest environment imaginable. Yeah, yeah. That felt like an Owen Wilson uh, punch up. I, even, even Affleck comes through. So the, the dialogue's not entirely unnatural. It's and actually kind of good compared it's to a lot just of these movies. The story that's bad. Actually, you know what Billy Bob Thornton said about this movie? It's not that bad. He's right. It's just too long. It is if this is a ninety-minute movie, movie. I probably would have loved it. It's too much movie, and yeah. especially now they need to cut like. All the overt sexism and yeah, the, there are a couple things in this movie that are just, they rub me the very wrong way. Throw in Melissa McCartney, make it 90 minutes. I love this movie. Yeah. Also, you see Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler making out in a tube during a uh, Aerosmith song. This is the first time this happens, but it does happen other times in this movie. <laughs> and if you don't know this, Liv Tyler's dad is Steven Tyler, old lady Steven Tyler. And uh, <laughs> he does look like a nice old lady. Yeah, though. he does. He wears pretty hats. And it's really, uh, it's really excruciating to watch. <laughs> excruciating to watch and listen to. Yes. <laughs> Talk about this movie some more. No, I don't want to anymore. I didn't want to when we started. I don't we're want at 50 to minutes. now. We're at fifty minutes, Greg. Fifty, fifty, fifty. Yeah. Um, there is one other funny scene. They all, all the people agree to do it. Of course, they're going to do it. They're never going to pay taxes again. And Bruce Willis oh, has yeah, to read yeah, his the, demands. The list of demands. Yeah. This is kind of funny. Uh, they could have been so much funnier. They could have been funnier, but they actually wrote the demands down in a piece of paper airheads did it better with the uh football helmet full of cottage cheese yeah 
Yeah, Airheads <laughs> definitely did the demands better. And that movie was good, too. Is that a disaster? <laughs> Can we do that one? We're at one hour. We're at one hour, right? Uh, NASA's doing an emergency launch, but they don't know exactly what's happening. Uh, so, they, yeah, the news is covering this, of course, because there's a giant fucking asteroid wrecking shit. And uh, they're getting ready to launch. Harry's like, we're, we're definitely going to go up as a space team, and we're going to space drill this space asteroid to space hell. And then we're going to blow it to space bits. Yeah. And everybody's like, great. There are, there are a lot of people yeah. who are pointing out the flaws in this idea. But they're all dumb. They're wrong. They're definitely It obviously dumb. works. And um, there's one last tidbit. I guess Harry invented the fucking drill that they're using. God, can, can yeah. that bullshit not? Of course, it looks familiar. It's my design. They would have just asked him from the get-go. They would have just asked him from the get-go. They yeah. wouldn't have made this so difficult. No. It, it was stupid. Yeah. They would have told him in the fucking helicopter they're using his drill and get him prepared. We're using your design. And this is what we're, problems we're having. Could you help us? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking stupid. What did he say? A piss poor job of... Yeah. He used to be a dick it. about it, too. Yeah. I didn't say you did a bad job. I said you did a piss poor job. <laughs> yeah. And then they all get on the fucking shuttles to go in outer space. Yeah. They, they have to sit there for two hours. What if you have to pee? So, uh, Steve Buscemi borrows $100,000 from a loan shark oh, yeah, because right. he thinks he's going to go to space and never come back and that the world's going to end. Sweet. They go to like a strip club and get and into a bar fight. And the guy gives it to him for some reason? Yeah, like the I whole time think... he's like, I shouldn't have given this to you. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, that was, uh, the strip club was stupid. There's some, yeah, no, the strip club was stupid. The, it's just a bunch of crap. One of the guys who they don't really even, who never had All any these, other scenes. The montage is only there to establish the attitudes uh, and the characters of the rest of the crew that's going out to space. And it didn't serve much purpose. It didn't really move the plot forward much for me. And it was a little too long. Yeah, exactly. And then this the, whole movie was a little And then too the two long. space shells are called the Freedom and Independence because they're taking two into space because NASA does everything in twos. So you didn't want redundancy. So you take two of these shells into space, the Freedom and Independence, and they launch without problems. But lots of whooshing sounds in my speakers. Yeah. The sound in this movie is actually pretty good. The sound in this movie is very good, actually. I was going to mention that. And the special oh, effects... you must mean the Aerosmith songs. Oh, yeah. I do. I Every time an Aerosmith song came on, I turned it up as much as I could. So my speakers were very loud for the entire time. Great. Basically. I would have done the same thing, but opposite. <laughs> I always thought Aerosmith was like a broke-ass version of the Rolling Stones, right? Yeah, that's how I've always felt, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm told true. that I have permission for us to take a break now. So we, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back in like 30 seconds where we will count down all the countdowns. Not going to say I love you. Oh, okay, okay. We're floating into outer space. Uh, Check my space. This could be a little bit of a problem. Thrust is on. All right, turn them on. No. What's wrong? I, uh, I don't know that the thrust is not working. I hate this machine! I thought you had to play! Quiet, I'm not standing! I'm stepping outside. You're, you're going outside? I am the only certified astronaut! I'm we are now leaving Earth. We are docking with a Russian space station where Lev... Lev? Yeah, Lev, Lev? yeah. yeah. He is... He's been there for 18 months alone. Kooky. He's lost his dang gourd. He, he tells everybody he's a Russian hero and blah, 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 blah. And 
So we're up in space now. Yeah. We are in space. They need to refuel because you burn all that fuel getting into space. Yeah. Makes sense. Why not yeah. send them up with enough? But, you know, yeah. I like to judge. At this scene was really frustrating because Lev gives Ben Affleck all these instructions on what to do as the space station is fueling. He's like, he's like, when the, when the meter goes above this point, turn this knob, do this thing. If it keeps going, pull this lever. And Ben Affleck waits to like the last minute to pull the lever and it breaks off and doesn't tell everybody things are going bad. And things go real bad for that space station. Real oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the space station was just one stupid thing after another stupid thing. Yeah. Explodes. But I think Russia's going to be a little mad about that. And the thing was going to fall to the earth eventually anyway. It was right? in disrepair. Yeah. They get off just in time. But everything's Ben Affleck's dead for not the last time in this movie. Yeah. A miracle. Because they, they sent the two ships up. Yeah. And they're, 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 they're not supposed to meet up on the asteroid they're supposed to just take care of their shit first team to get the 500 feet drop their nuke blow it up get off of there and go first team to get 500 feet gets to leave the asteroid the other right. team has to stay they, they stay there and they just die ride the wave of explosion to death town but nobody dies on the space station even though it was yeah it was precarious. bad stuff. Total shit show yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so um they leave exploding shit town which um i kind of liked the scenes on the space station. I like the actor that plays the Russian guy. I think he's in John Wick now, isn't he? It, it, oh, is that where he's from? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure he's right. in John he Wick is, yeah. playing yeah. a Russian guy. Yeah, he is. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's, I he, like that act. I like a lot of the actors that are yeah. in this movie. The actors alone are very charismatic. They're the story is just actors. so unfortunate. Um, yeah, so they everything goes wrong. They decide that they are going to take Lev with them to outer space instead of, well, I guess more space. It's, he's already in space, I right? I guess. They, they, so it's time to go to the asteroid, and they overshoot, right? Like, that's why they have to start, Well, something gets screwed up. The moon is supposed to clear off all the debris on the tail of the asteroid with right. the gravity pull from the moon. That didn't happen. Imagine that. So these are like space shuttles. They're not the Starship Enterprise or the Millennium Falcon. You can't really turn these things. So they just fly into the debris, and... One of the asteroids crashes, and the other one overshoots mm. and almost crashes and lands a little bit, like, off the mark. And the one that crashes kills Owen Wilson. He's out. He's out yep. of the movie. Owen, He's done. Owen Wilson's done. He does, it's gone. Not, no, not the same kind of crash as Wedding Crashers, but... No. Yeah, no, I mean, he got paid, too. Vince same Vaughn was nowhere around. Gone. Yeah, no, Vince Vaughn would have saved him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Owen Wilson's gone, which is a bummer for me, because I actually kind of liked Owen Wilson in this movie. He was just like a cowboy. He was all right. I don't even care. I like Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> like, me too. I like there's, him. There's yeah. very little that I've seen with Owen Wilson where I'm like, come on, man. Really? That's how you're gonna do that? No, he's been he's he's been good to me. That's it for uh that's it that's it for old Ben. Yeah. And that's not for old Ben, yeah. for old Owen. Ben's still alive. Old Owen. You know, Uncle it's funny Owen. because every time I wrote Ben Affleck in my notes, I wrote Matt Damon first and <laughs> crossed it out. She called him Matt Damon from the get-go. It was, like was a problem. Every single time it's crossed out every time I wrote You know what? I'm name. fine with that. I wish Matt Damon was in this. It's a shame he was stuck on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> he had he was baking potatoes. Man, that movie was great. The I really Martian. liked that movie. Man, that movie the book. was awesome. Well, yeah, you read the, the book, book, The Martian? The Mars- oh, I did. I read The Martian. Nice. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. Oh. Greg, I want to say something about this uh, movie Armageddon that I think you'd approve. Okay. No airlock deaths. No <laughs> airlock deaths. I didn't even. Didn't Nobody didn't even got click. depressurized. Yeah. It was. Oh, perfect. They're yeah. in space and they didn't die the one way that everybody always dies in space movies where there's. Man, that's good thinking. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the shuttle did even crash. Even Geostorm had people dying yeah. from the airlock. The shuttle did crash, but you died just as much from the crash as you did from the loss yeah, of oxygen. Yeah. I mean, you were yeah. going to go either way. Um, so now we're on to a really cool looking asteroid, right? Yeah. 
I like the way that it's kind of cheesy. It's like a like a late nineties uh, music video. Video but game. I, I like it. It's very very <laughs> cheesy. I do not like the asteroid. We were talking about this a little earlier. Yeah. Um, Rick's a fan, and so I didn't want to. I didn't want to like sell it short. I think it looks dumb and cheap and awful. Yeah. Richard said that he wants to paint his room like that and then maybe go get the aggro crag from Nickelodeon Guts. Oh, man, yeah. He wants a chunk of the aggro oh, crag the aggro to crag? leave in his bedroom. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, but Richard's bedroom is my bedroom. Well, you're going to have to talk to him about his design choices. About our crag. That's <laughs> what you have to talk to me about. There was something else going on funny in this. The, the crash land, a bunch of people. Oh, because everybody assumes Ben Affleck's dead at this point. Right. Is it when he says, let's drill through this turd? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> also a good line. And really, Lots you don't of hear lines. that very often unless you're having anal sex. You know, I think it's also a good slogan for our podcast. <laughs> let's drill through this turd. That's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> well, this isn't like, our buddies at every horror movie said the same things. I feel like I'm ripping them off, but this isn't a bad movie podcast. But is it a Good movie podcast. Right, no, either. we're not going out of our way to find the the charming flicks. I picked Armageddon because I thought it would be charming, and it is. It's Ed Bedore's favorite movie. Yeah, it is a charming movie if it was ninety minutes. Like I'm still looking at our notes, and there are just so many minutes left. Lots of minutes, but there's not a lot of story left. So that's the good news. <laughs> yeah. So Ben Affleck, Michael Clark Duncan, and Lev did the Russian. They're presumed dead by NASA. NASA assumes they're dead. Yes, they're they're uh, out of contact because the asteroid is spinning. More than they thought it was spinning. Uh, I mean, to be fair, they didn't have much time to get all this stuff squared away, Dude, so I get it. NASA shit the bed all over this movie. <sighs> if it wasn't for those hardworking drilling Americans, we would have been That's right. Yeah, Send those space Americans out there to get that drilling done. You see what science gets you? Only thing we're good at is killing people and drilling people. That space boss doesn't even have a leg. He's got a leg. It's just got like a bolt on it. He's, a bolt. He's bolted on. He's space That's a bolty leg. Yeah, space Old boss can boss without a leg. You don't need legs to boss. No. You can yeah. boss people with from a chair even. You, can, yeah, you ever you told can. somebody what to do from a chair? It feels great. It's amazing. Will you please get that thing and get it out of here? Get your job. Do your job. What am I paying you for? Sit around. These are the sorts of things you can say in you a chair. You got time to leave? You got time to clean. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so Ben Affleck's going to take the armadillo. They're, they're space rovers. Yeah, that's their uh, their spaceship. And he's going to try to drive it car. to Harry. You know, that's he's going to drive like, the space car yeah. across the asteroid, which he has no idea where anything is. They have no way to determine where anything is, but they are going to drive there. There's a beeping sound. Oh, there's a beeping sound. Yeah, that should beep. be fine, because there's no way that an asteroid filled with iron would ever stop a beeping sound from making it through. Sorry, you got you got something to add there, Liz? No, I'm just You're looking at you. Give me a look just like I'm doing something Side-eyeing you over the microphone. Don't you side-eye me. <laughs> she believes in the beep. Liz is, the <laughs> Liz is a beep believer. A beep proponent. <laughs> I'm a beep dream believer. No, but I don't even know how to drive hey, a fucking, this fucking thing. Nobody knows how to drive the damn thing. It's a space space car. He's a drill man, not a space car driver. That's right. And all his pilots are dead. But he figures it out because he's a genius. Hardworking You American. get Space Mario Andretti, you want a space car driven. As an old reference, but I couldn't think of any other race car drivers. Space car drivers? Space car drivers. <laughs> space car drivers, yeah. So Ben Affleck's awesome, kind of awesome in the rover. It's actually the most entertaining 15 minutes of this movie is when he's arguing with the Russian yeah. about, it's good. That's a piece of, that, I want, I want I, that movie. Yeah, I want two hours. If you're going to make a two and a half hour long movie, make it Ben Affleck arguing with Russian guy that they just yeah. met that's crazy. It made me laugh. It made me smile. It made me lonely freaking, Russian man. <laughs> lonely, 18 months of loneliness Russian man and Ben Affleck. Yeah. It, it, it made me laugh. It made me forget this movie sucked for a minute. It made me think maybe the movie gets better. 
better from here on out. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It gets worse because they take us away from that sequence. Just death clocks from here on out. But I do love Spaceman, the, the Russian Spaceman. He's like, well, the thing's fucking shitting now. We got to get out there and fix it. And I'm the only astronaut here, so. Yeah. And yeah. he climbs out, gets into the airlock, gets out. He's not an astronaut. He's a cosmonaut. What the fuck ever? It's all the same space shit. Brave as hell. Brave as hell. Let's Bravest be honest. Bravest man in this movie. He gets out and like hangs behind his thing. And He's just, just holding on tight. Yeah. Just, and then they fucking Assumed shit. he was going to die. He assumed he was out there he was going to die. And oh, yeah. yeah he was For like, sure. Just, I thought he yeah. was done. Because so they're trying to get there and Space Rover's like, oh shit, a ravine. How are we supposed to cross this damn ravine? Go fucking figure that something unexpected was between them. Every point in this movie, from the point where they get fuel, everything they do in this movie, they're hit with a a problem that could cause a death and does cause the death of many people. Yes. The simplest thing goes wrong. It's, 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 Really, really predictable. Fueled by a Steven Tyler soundtrack. School, oh, yeah. God. Michael Bay gets itchy when nothing's blown up in a while. <laughs> really itchy, itchy trigger finger. And he's not like telling you exactly what's happening on screen through dialogue. Those are those are the two most important parts of a Michael right. uh, Michael Bay movie. So they have a time limit now to drill into yeah. the thing. Ben Affleck has a time limit to get to Harry to even be helpful, and they're talking about that time limit. Yeah, there, there's a lot another, of countdowns here. Yeah, there's another time limit that happens because what happens is Harry ends up blowing up the drill. While drilling into the ground, of course he does, right? Right. The tranny, of course, blows, and you lose you lose another friend who's barely in this movie. He's a bigger guy. Yeah, the fat guy that was yeah. in inside Herman's head. Steve Buscemi does lose his shit and fire off the machine guns, and that's when we lose Max, who is the fat guy. I thought that happened after that. No, because that's why I write it down. It All happened right. at one fifty six. You win. Uh, bad news is given to Earth because they assume it's not gonna that they're done. Yeah. They still think Ben Affleck's dead. They still think AJ's dead. Earth There's is no now, other teams working. Yeah. It's just bad news all around. Okay, so Ben Affleck shows up just in time, though. When, once martial law gets uh, declared on Earth and everybody's freaking out, that's when Ben Affleck shows up. You know what's going to happen if I think the whole world's going to end? I'm not going to give a fuck about your martial law. That's what's going to happen. Right. No. I'm going to fuck shoot me. Or any law. It's time for the purge. <laughs> right. Let's purge now. Let's purge space. Let's purge. <laughs> so AJ shows up with the other... Uh, armadillo ready to go ready to fucking rock and roll they're gonna fucking blast through these last 250 feet in an hour or some shit and throughout this we get to see Liv tyler go from sad to looking sad to being sad to looking sad to being mostly sad. vacant <laughs> mostly vacant Liv tyler does not necessarily express the 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 range of emotions that one may be experiencing in a situation like that because she's terrible she's she does not tackle billy Bob she's Thornton. not winona Ryder yeah. bad but she's bad Liv times always looks like she forgot why she walked into the room yes vacant, vacant. like all my favorite buildings right. this whole movie everybody loses sight this is it there, this yeah, is it there's this is no, the other humanity. <laughs> no concept that literally everyone will be dead Liv tyler l- turned this movie down twice before she accepted it actually Another wow weird fact. so they were desperate dude this whole movie had casting problems so we are aj's there they start drilling. It's pretty uneventful for he the most part. through it. Yeah. They, it's, you got to trust me. If you're going to trust me, now's the time to trust me. Blah, 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 blah. This is the relationship. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
why aren't you my real dad or yeah. something? So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think yeah. he's like, I really want to hug, but I'm up movie. in the machine doing the thing or whatever, so don't hug me. AJ gets, it's pretty uneventful from there on out. Until, I have like one note, God, Liv Tyler sucks. God, Liv Tyler sucks. <laughs> Liv, if you're listening, stop. We don't need you. We, we 60 people have listened to us this week. That's, you know how many of that is? Dog people? Dog people? <laughs> <laughs> 768 dog people. We did the math. Sure. Sounds good, Richard. I mean, yes, we did the math. Um, man. During their last tranny, he makes it through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine until it's a the... Um, bent piece of pipe. They got to go in and cut it out. And so yeah. somebody drops down and there's a gas there's releases. An ast- there's a, and there's an asteroid fucking storm. There's a whole lot that doesn't matter. They didn't a detonator breaks on the, on the nuclear bomb because of the asteroid storm. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that was one of those things where yeah. they may Another have had to do that anyway. Um, so they need to blow this fucking thing up. But they're nervous on Earth. They're they like, can't... you know what? We'll just blow it up now. They're never going to be able to drill. They don't have communication. So like, the, like communication. They were just ready to blow them all up. Yeah. And hope to God that it worked. So they start to nuke five minute countdown. And rather than looking at it as the end of life on Earth, Bruce Willis is, of course, this bullshit bureaucracy. Fuck you, man. Fuck the government, man. Yeah, just go to hell, dude. The pilot just... was the only responsible person. He's like, this is the end of the world. I'm doing everything I need to do to make. To... Yeah. He, so Whatever. Pulled a gun on Bruce Willis because we had to have a gun. Well, you got to have a gun in space. What do you got a gun in space for? I don't really use it. was a line in the movie. What do you yeah. have a space gun? Gun in space. Why do you have a gun in space? Man. Yeah. But he goes, you know what? We have to blow this thing up because you can't drill any further. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it into the Bruce into the strangles earth. him with space tongs. This is before Ben Affleck shows up. It actually is a little bit. It's a little bit out of order. But regardless, the um, they were going to blow this thing up. And there's a big fight. Another couple countdowns. Don't forget about the space tongs. The space tongs. There's another couple of countdowns. They defused a bomb last minute. Somebody cut the red wire. Literally, somebody cut the red and blue wire. And they couldn't figure out what wire to cut. And they picked the right one last second. Come on. Are you fucking changing their mind? Are you after changing their mind. After changing their mind. Changing are you fucking kidding me? Seriously. <laughs> All right. So, detonator. We need somebody to detonate it. And guess what? Draw straws. So. They draw straws. Ben Affleck loses. AJ oh, loses. Yeah, AJ's got to kill himself. But you know what? Bruce Willis is like, I, you need to be giving it to my daughter. Well, that, the first he's like, let's go down there. I'll show you what you got to do, and we'll get out of here. And you, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. It was all lies. It was a ruse. Was he a gets ruse. down there, and he's like, fuck you. Peace out. I'm doing this. And he kicks AJ back to Earth. Escalating problems. 600 death clocks. But now we're near the end, kind of. Maybe because it takes there's more so long. The spaceship has what? Bruce Willis three minutes to get off to just the rock. fucking die. Yeah, Bruce. The spaceship has three minutes to get off the rock. They have, of course, have problems taking off, like six problems that I couldn't even follow at this. You point. You know what? I the <laughs> one thing that really stood out to me is that after they got to Earth, they did not have any problems landing the ship. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally, the problems were gone. They get away from the asteroid just in the nick of time for Bruce Willis to blow it up. Well, Bruce Willis had three problems while trying to blow it up. Of course. There was another asteroid storm. Mm-hmm. He dropped the fucking detonator. He fell down, a hole. He fell down a hole. And then he waits. So the, the asteroid's supposed to hit this field, and there's like that's like the point the of no return. zero barrier. Yeah. And one second left on that fucking clock. He's, he's talking to his daughter about he's, how after he's chased his detonator down, after everything has gone wrong that could possibly go wrong, he still waits. He's got to have this heartfelt dad moment. He trusts NASA's math 
which has been wrong throughout this entire movie. They got nothing right at NASA other than the fact that the, the asteroid is there. And yeah. they found they, the 168 I mean, I would problems say that retrospectively. They got, yeah. they got shuttles to the asteroid successfully. Yeah. Their math is not completely flawed. Regardless, I wouldn't trust it. There were some errors. I wouldn't trust that crucial second to be, you know. That yeah, you know. No, I don't think I Billy Bob Thornton is the space boss we want or need. Yeah. So it takes forever for me. There's flashbacks to stupid fucking Liv Tyler getting life. married. It's flashes just, above. Oh, okay. And it's all, all revolving around his daughter. You know he it's punched all... somebody that didn't deserve it at some point. Why isn't he suffering through that? Yeah. Like, I still... Or glorifying it. I misspoke in front of my class in fourth grade, and I still think about that. Haunts me to this day. <laughs> yeah. Bruce I got Willis, caught no, peeling glue my, off my, my hand in third, and I wake up at night over it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I hope when I, I die and I see my life flash Black before forward. my eyes... It's all Bruce Willis. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Oh, Bruce Willis's life. Bruce Willis's life flashing before my eyes. He eye. probably couldn't have dreamed something as ugly as her actual tool-coated wedding. All right. Um, I mean, I guess that pretty much carries us to the conclusion of this dumbass movie. Yeah. Which was uh, an ugly wedding. Which is, yeah, it's an ugly wedding. Bruce Willis is dead. Uh, Owen Wilson is dead. You'll that never have your dead. life back. Their pictures You'll... are in the room, though, which counts for something. Sure. Yeah, they got totally to see the wedding, even though they're dead. God, this movie's bad. What All happened right. to my life? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some existential crises here. Yeah, and we'll we'll be back in just a little bit. We hope nobody missed a thing because uh, we're done with this movie. And after this break, we will talk about how we felt about it, which I'm pretty sure you've kind of figured out by now. You'll all be surprised. Yeah, you might it might be a big shocker. The Richter score's coming the for Richter you. The Richter scale is on its way. Right and you don't want to miss a thing. You don't want to miss a thing. Don't do that. Don't miss. Make it. her stop. Please make yourself. There are those who think that launching shuttles into outer space is a routine matter. But in this case, it's a matter of our planet's survival. The mission. Land on a comet the size of Texas before it lands on us. Produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Directed by Michael Bay. All right, and we are back. We're going to give you our final thoughts and finally close this disturbing, disturbing chapter in all of our lives. For the last time. This will be the last time I watch this movie. Oh, I'm never watching this movie again. It's my dad's favorite movie. Your dad is a ding-dong. Yeah, your dad and I. He's a bit of a dingus. Does your dad listen to the podcast? No. Make sure he listens to this one. Ed, you're a ding-dong. Come on, Ed. I'm sorry, Dad. Come on, Ed. You're a bit of a ding-dong. I'll give you a hundred movies. We discussed this at lunch the other day. (laughs) I will send you ten movies, Ed. No. All right. I don't know. We are going to let Richard uh, speak his mind about this movie. We're going to give him his... Final thoughts. I there were things I liked about this movie, but they were few and far between. And with two and a half hours, like I said, probably four times. I don't know how much, how many times it's going to make it into the podcast. But this movie would have been awesome if it was ninety minutes. I really, honestly believe that the plot was loose, but you wouldn't have time to think about it with ninety minutes. You wouldn't have been like, "It's so stupid." Or drillers, but they gave you so much time to think about how stupid this movie was. It almost ruined it for itself. The sound of this movie is amazing. Some of the special effects, especially for nineteen ninety eight, were incredible. But overall, this movie just lacked cohesion. And I give it a 5.2 on the Richter scale. 5.2 on the Richter scale. All right. That's precise. That's. I mean, we always do. 
What's the point of having a point if you're not going to use it? You got to use it. Liz, uh, what do you think? What do you got, bud? It was my dad's favorite movie. Have I brought that up yet? So you're giving it an eight? <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten no, on that. No, There's no, no, no ten no, out of ten. No, it's no, just, no. It's the Lister scale. No, There's no, no out of anything. Fuck, I don't know. It was bad. It was too long. What was your favorite part of the movie? Say something positive. You gotta have something good in Start there. with the positive, end with okay. the negative. That way everybody okay. knows Hold that we on. hated it. All right, I'm starting with the positive. Here we All right, go. Here comes the positivity train. Here it comes. Ooh. Here it comes. Oh, shit. Where is it? She just has... It's over. She's got, <laughs> she's got a little notebook. It's the cutest little notebook I think I've ever... She probably can fit this one movie in it and nothing else. All the important parts. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is my favorite part. Favorite part. This is the part that means the most. The one. Let's drill through this turd. Let's drill through... Okay, that's the, <laughs> that's the one. All right. So what do you hate about this movie other than everything? Is there anything specific? What about the set design? You, you always say good things about sets. I mean, it's cool that they use the NASA stuff. That's awesome. But how do you feel about too. fancy space rock? Fancy Everything was real space in this rock, movie. It was um, like a video game. It was sweet. It was unrealistic and stupid. And the explanations were terrible. But I was pretty, I guess. Right. <laughs> it wasn't unwatchable. I really, I compare things like this to things like Miracle Mile. So <laughs> right, right. it was no. a lot better time than Miracle Mile. Different but it perspective still wasn't that once great. you've seen some of those movies, right? It is, yeah. But I, I would give it like a, just on the length of it alone, a 3.7. Three, holy crap. That's, that's brutal. Yeah. It hurt to Man. watch and all those Steven Tyler songs. And they played them more than once. It wasn't like you, you just let us hear it once. Monster. She was a trooper, though. She watched this movie while I was gone and then rewatched oh, the parts of it again wow. with me. You had I to watched watch it that twice. twice. Yeah. <sighs> I really put some effort into this one, and it I did not I feel like pay twice off. is the limit, yeah. lifetime Total, limit of how many yeah. times you should watch this movie. Great. You, you I filled my quota, and it's yeah. done now. Your trophy. The, the pain is, my is life. no longer a part of you. Into a positive direction. So wow. before you start your review, Greg, two more notes about the sets. One, the oil rig is real, too, and a very expensive place to be filming it. And they got lucky they got to do it there. And the launches were actually filmed by Disney themselves. Um, they put up cameras. So those launches were all real launches, too. So there's a lot of accuracy in the sets in this movie. What do you think of this movie, Greg? Um, so overall, it's not the most atrocious piece of garbage I've ever seen. Um, I don't know that any of the movies we've watched are truly on that level. We've, we talked about that briefly the other day. Yeah, we're not there um, yet. Close. I don't know. Your Indianapolis thing sounds oh, pretty bad. USS I got Indianapolis to miss that was one, bad. It was really bad. But the, it was but, a little redeeming. You know, this movie has uh, the the acting is pretty good. Um, the dialogue is reasonable, if not a bit silly. Uh, the story is clearly one of the biggest faults of this movie and the, the complete lack of science really, <laughs> really stands out. Um, all told, I'd probably give this movie like a five, 5.0. Yeah. On the Greg Ter scale. All right. I'm going to keep this one pretty low. It was yeah. not, not the worst thing in the world. But certainly far, far, far from the best thing in the world. It's not as bad as his reputation, but it's pretty bad. I mean, if I were just like wanting to turn something up and watch a loud movie, this would have been fine if I hadn't seen it before. You won't be sad if you're vacuuming and you miss a couple minutes. That's all I'm saying. You won't be sad if you miss the whole thing. Because <laughs> you're vacuuming. Right. <laughs> just take a glance every once in a while. You'll get it. You'll pick yeah, it up. I'll figure it out. Oh, well, that's it, man. Yeah, that's it. Wow. So uh, yeah, thanks for great. listening to another episode of What a Disaster. Uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, of course, you can feel free to check out the show notes. Follow us on WadPod. Uh, actually, we're PodWad on Twitter. 
Uh, we're What a Disaster, obviously, on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, we are WAD Podcast. And you can, you, of course, please subscribe, listen to us on your favorite podcast pr- platform. We'd love it. You can also call, leave us a voicemail or a text. Our phone number is 209-781-9113. Thanks for, for joining us. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week. What are we yeah, um, What are we going to watch next week? Do I think we I get to pick it, you that? guys. It's going to be so bad. Oh, you're going to pick? You yes. haven't picked yet? No, Do you have I haven't any, picked yet. Any choices that, that are bouncing mm, around? No, I'm not going to ruin the surprise. All right. Well, well, well I guess we're going to... Su- fuck su- you, listener. Surprise and yeah. suffer surprisingly. I don't have any ideas. That's why. I'm sorry. That's fine. I have no ideas. I'm ever. not withholding. All right, everybody. We'll uh, talk to you later. Uh-huh. Tip your astronauts. Don't forget to tip your astronauts. Uh, signing off. This is Mission Billy Control. Bob Thornton, Space Billy Bob Boss. Grego. Dope. Welcome back to another episode of What Other Or What Discuss and Review a Disaster Movie as close to weekly as we possibly can Sam. I'm Greg Allen, and as usual, I'm joined by Rickard Zawasinski. Uh, okay. And Liz Bajor. I'm not sure. I want to dignify this with a response. <laughs> Uh, this week, just did. we uh, we let Richard pick the movie, and he picked Armageddon, which is um, a bad Two and choice. a half hours of an emotion fest. Yeah, it's it was so awesome. heart wrenching. It was so. All right, so let's let's re-record that now. That's the sound of a rocket. I mean. <laughs>